Okay, it's episode 132 of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff. Obviously, hey, I'm I'm not tired. I'm awake. It's going to be a proper episode here. That last episode, if you bothered listening to it, what a waste of your time. You shouldn't have listened to that. Uh, that was dreadful. I didn't want to post it. Then I needed to keep my thing of posting every week. So I I just pulled out my ass and just posted on it. <laughs> On the internet, but um, it is Sunday, it's the day after a wedding, another wedding. This was the last wedding I am attending before my own wedding, which is in under 10 weeks, which is nine weekends. And that's you got to count your weekends because that's how you live your life. You get to Monday, you're like, fucking hell, it's Monday, can't believe it's Monday. Get to Tuesday, it's like, ah, oh, it's literally the worst day of the week because it's just, it's just shit Tuesday. What the fuck is Tuesday? Wednesday, like, oh, it's, it's the hump, hump day, hump day. We're all, hey, hey, midway, hump day. We as much into the week as we are out of it. Ah, uh-huh. Thursday, so, oh, oh, almost there, almost there. And Friday's, oh, fuck, it's Friday. Oh, oh, I can't wait to the fucking weekend. What are you going to do this weekend? Oh, fuck all. <sighs> and then, your weekend comes. You do fuck all. Gets to Sunday night. You're dreading Monday. Ah, uh, getting to work on Monday. How's your weekend? Uh, I had a chill done, really. You? And there you go. 52 of those. And bang. Year done. Year older. Year closer to death. That is Chris Brain Dump. <laughs> no. It's not Chris Brain Dump yet. This start of the episode. Obviously, start the show. Plug. Got to plug my thing. Um, it is obviously Essex Boy um, on the 14th, 15th, and 16th. Guess what? 16th sold out. Completely sold out. All of the tickets gone. So don't bother. Near bother, will you? Try to get a ticket for, for the Friday. It's done. But you can get your ticket for the 14th and get your ticket for the 15th. All at DarylGriffiths.com. Good forward slash Essex Boy. My homepage is just for this now. So, um, wait, another ticket's gone on Thursday. There you go. It's good. We're getting there. We're getting there. There's only 12 tickets left on Wednesday. Uh, Thursday, there's more tickets on Thursday. So if you are going to be a bit slow about it, like, um, yeah, I'm not sure I need to sort this out and do this and do a bit of that and, you know, put my check-ins into my savings. And my... If you need to do all of that, Thursday's probably your best bet. But, you know, you know, just wait. I'm just trying to see who this other one went to. Who's the new name on, on the list? That's the new name. Who the hell is that? Hmm. I see. I have to see who that is, but um, yeah, okay, new name. Don't recognise that name, but I respect them coming. Right, who's that person? Who knows? Who knows? Got quite a few. Um, it's quite a few names on this list. So I basically got a list of the names. GDPR. I can't tell you who they are. Um, but. There's a few names on this list. I do not have a bloody clue who they are, but they are coming to the show. So it's going to be wonderful. It's going to be wonderful. But I said this weekend, so I was at weddings, at my uncle's wedding. 
So spent most of the wedding being told, you're next, you're next. I had to give the Premier League footballer thing in it. You know when you uh, you got a big game, everyone's trying to talk about the bigger game that's coming up after. You know what it's like. You're playing, you're playing you know, Sunderland on the Saturday. Uh, you got Real Madrid midweek. And you're there before this. You're at the Sunday game. Someone's in the view going, hey, so um, what do you think about the Real Madrid game? That's what it's like at this wedding. I'm at someone else's wedding. Why you ask me about mine? We're celebrating this wedding here. Darren, you're one next. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, you know we've got to focus on, we'll focus on the game that's being played at the moment. You can't be looking too far in the future. We don't do this game night and, you know, there won't be another game. So, you know, got to do this game correct. So that's what I did. I just told everyone, let's focus on this wedding. It's not, it's not my day. It was a wonderful wedding. It was very nice. Uh, I didn't drink a thing at this wedding, which then meant I became errand boy. I became the taxi driver um, for people that weren't staying at the venue, staying just up the road. And I didn't mind. But I was bloody tired. But what's funny, though, is how much of being drunk and hungover is absolutely psychological. Because it got to about 10 or 11. I was like, whoa, I'm feeling a bit wavy. Then I was like, Darren, you haven't drank anything. I said, oh, yeah. What's that then? Woke up this morning as well, hung over. So, oh, my God. Oh. And then I was like, wait, I'm, I'm not, didn't drink anything. So, oh, wait, okay. Oh, I'm fine. <laughs> Just got in the showers, gone by day. It's like, yeah. Okay then. So we see, I don't envision drinking until um, till my stag. Till my stag. Um, so until then. And uh, we'll see. We'll see how much I drink there. But, wedding, really fun, really good. Enjoyed it, man. And um, we uh, the food was nice. It's a strange one. Actually, where we got, uh, where mine got married, it's like where Henry VIII was. And it shows you how little I know about English history. I know Henry VIII had six wives. A few of them are called Anne. A few of them are called Catherine. And I know someone called like Jess. <laughs> Sarah. Michelle. Yeah, oh, that's got to be one of his wives' names. Uh, I know there's Anne of Cleves and Berlin. Uh, Catherine Parr. I think there was a Catherine of Aragon. Not sure if that is Catherine Parr. No, no, I don't think that is. I think it's different. It's Catherine Parr, Catherine of Aragon. Um, mm, is there another? What, who's the other famous one? But yeah, those. No, those two Anne's. I think there's three Catherines, two Anne's. And then Janet. Something like that. This is six wives. And do I know which one's got beheaded? Which one's died? Nah. Of course I don't. Don't have a clue. But we was there. Where Henry VIII used to hang out. In Brentwood. Sugar up. Henry VIII out in Sugar up. Looking for a new wife. Every weekend. With his fat self. Do you know what, I bet by today's standards, he'd be deemed as, like, chubby, husky. He'd be nowhere near as fat. Like, we would just think of him as just a normal bloke. Yeah, he's a bit chubby, but I'll pick him in my five-a-side team, though. 
That's that's what we'd be now. If we'd go back in those times, we'd be like absolute giants. Um, yeah, man, that's that's what I was thinking about when I was at the wedding. Ah, <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, it was good though. I ate way too much. So the food, like the main menu things, fine. But it's all about the evening buffet, isn't it? It's all about the evening buffet. Oh, chick. What's that fish? A bit of fish is that little fish goujon. Chicken wing, go on then. Prawns. Is that even prawn in it? Don't know. Tastes delicious. And the cakes. Oh, actually, I've got cakes in my bag. I need to take them out. Hopefully, they ain't melted in the heat. Hopefully, my boot isn't hot. It's the furthest point away from the engine, so it should be pretty cool. But um, yeah, I took cake back. My mum getting me on good husband duties, isn't it? She's like, You got some cake for Naomi? It's like, You can't. can't I go, No, not yet. It's because Darren. You need to be have her in mind all the time. You can't just not think about her. I was like, Mum, I haven't got cake for myself yet. And the way she was talking to me is that I was just there eating cake. I was going, ah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> I mean, I hadn't even got up to get cake. You get, you better go get her some. I was like, I will. When I get myself some, I'll get her some as well. So, there's cake in the bag. She doesn't know I've got cake. Got sponge cake. Got the rum cake. Got a whiskey drink, I bought a vodka drink, I got a lager drink, I got a cider drink. Choose that, Chumbawamba, tub thumping, shoe. I like I like songs that are titled something that is not in the song. You try to remember the name of the song, you end up having to sing like two verses of it. People are like, yeah, it's called tub thumping. No, it's not called that. It's uh, I get knocked down, but I get up again. No, it's not called that, it's called tub thumping. Nah, it can't be that. And you go onto YouTube, you press it, the music starts, you look at each other, one of you's kind of smug to go, I know I'm right, but I'm not going to say anything. How are you doing? They're looking at you like, you prick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It's good. Ah, that's what I did this week. Rented a movie. You what? It's Blockbuster still around, Darren. Blockbuster shot ages ago. Now, literally, I want to. I was saying, Naomi, you need to watch this film. Um, you need to talk about Kevin. And um, that's all I could say. You need to talk about Kevin. Checked on Netflix, wasn't on now. I was like, ah, I guess you're not going to watch it now. So I said, how do you how do you watch a film that you don't own? I can't go blockbusters. And we was talking about blockbusters and the times you'd go there. You want to watch a specific film. You're like, sorry, don't have that in stock. What? Yeah, it was meant to be returned on Tuesday, but man, had it back yet. All right, when are you going to get it back? Don't know. All right. Cool. All right, then. Guess I'm not going to see that film. You mean that it's, uh, it's the arrogance we have now? The expect the level of expectations we have now because of technology. The idea that I want to watch this film, I want to watch it now. And it's literally 20 years ago that I was... Walking around blockbusters, hoping to see a film that I wanted to watch, and because I've made the trip, I thought, "Fuck it, I'll pick this film." And boy, you better put time aside to watch that film right there and then, because you're gonna have to return it. Because someone else is gonna need that disc. Oh, and if you scratch that disc up, oh, you rented it, and the disc is skipping. Ah, oh! no. Now, how do you watch a film? YouTube. That's right. YouTube had it for like one pound fifty or something like that, two pound fifty. 
had it for 48 hours after the first watch. Had 30 days to actually watch it. There you go. We sat down. Got it on my phone. Casted it onto the TV. And we sat there and watched a film from YouTube. And that is modern day technology. And that's what technology is doing now, man. Is that mix of convenience versus us just letting it in. Just let it in. Like, I resisted Google tracking my location all the time. Then I got a new phone. Forgot to turn that off. Right? I, I went somewhere and Google tells me, you was here two months ago. I was like, you what? What do you mean I was here two months ago? Well, do you want to leave a review? No. How do you know I was here two months ago? Stop it. I click on the link. Google has now shown me this flipping map of where I've been. This blue line just tracking everywhere I've been. The route I've taken. It knows what train I've taken because of the speed and the time it took me to go from point A to point B. It's The algorithm's gone, yeah. You've got a cab here, you walked here and you've got a train to that bit. It's like, wow. And I was like, fuck this, I don't want it. I don't want this. Let me switch this off. But I forgot. Something distracted me. Probably opened up my phone, saw a WhatsApp message, forgot. Then, at work, about to leave, what does Google go? Hey, Darren, there's a delay on your commute home. You what? Click on it. Yeah, there's a delay the DLR. Take the Jubilee line to get home. I was like, that's fucking convenient, that, isn't it? Oh, that's fucking useful. Oh, you fucking data-grabbing pricks. Oh, aren't you fucking useful? Aren't you helpful? Taking all my information and making it useful for me. Ah. And then I had to, I just had to, do you know what? Bend over. Google, take my ass. Take it. It's fine. I'm yours now. <laughs> That's just given up. They can have all my information. They have all my passwords. Have it all. You're the boss now. You know what I mean? Google hear this, hears this podcast for any of you not do. Because they just probably hear me talking. And what the fuck is wrong with this guy? They're trying to map every other phone around him. And he's sat on his own in his car. Is he alright? No. Well, yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's it, really. Um, what else happened today? A fly flew into my eye. And it made me wonder, the stats. Like, statistically, how likely is it for a fly to fly into your eye? Because I feel like it happens way too much to me. Like, think about how big the fucking planet is. Think about how small fly is. And think, I've only got two eyes. And how small they are in the scheme of the whole planet. Yet flies manage to fly into my eye way too often. About once every two to three months, I think. Bang, tried to close my eyes, think hopefully I closed it in time. And it's like, ah, no, that's burning. Brilliant. Fly guts into my eye. Oh, that burns. I just think I just think this happens way too often. I think these flies are racist. Um anyway, so uh <laughs> what are we 15 minutes in. 15 minutes into the pod. Um, what's happened in the news? Now, I think Spurs still haven't another player yet. We've got Tungi Ndombele. 
Linked to Bruno Fernandes. I like to get Bruno Fernandes. My brother asked me, is he any good? I said, he's got 31 goals from midfield because he's the Portuguese league. And I said, yeah, but that's 31 goals from midfield, mate. You know what I mean? This could be the Danish third division. I don't care. That's 31 goals from midfield. Sign him up. But, hey, there's only a few days left until the transfer window shuts. So we can't do the usual Tottenham shit. Well, I guess we're still going to use the usual Tottenham shit. It's just going to be a bit earlier. We can't wait to, you know, the end of August to do this. We have to wait to, I think it's 5pm. On No, it can't be because the first game is on Friday. So it's got to be Thursday. It's just closing off the transfer window. Oh, God. Oh, God. So hopefully we have that all sorted. What else has happened in the news? Something happened. Ronald Reagan called Africans monkeys. Are we really shocked? That a man back in the 70s, white man, a white man said something racist about Africans. Are we that shocked? Yeah, they've got the daughter saying something. I'm appalled by it. I'm, I'm really ashamed and my dad is undefensible. Indefensible. It's like, yeah, okay. But, um, so what? I mean, he's just... Why does she have to defend him? If ever had to defend crazy shit their old relatives had to say, we would take a very long time to get through life. We would. It, people in your family are saying inappropriate shit all the time. All the fucking time. So, like, just don't waste your time defending people, right? Just don't. Um, what else has happened in the news? Uh I can't think. I can't think. There's uh, anything else. Is that my own quick scroll? My 51st state happened this weekend. I hope you had a good one, everyone there. I know my fiance was there, and um, if you know what she, if you if you know what she looks like, then you may have said hello to her. But uh, she said she's too old for it. <laughs> she said the vibes weren't right. So we'll see. But um, what else has happened here? What else? Uh, I can't see anything on the Facebook timeline. Shout out to everyone who's in... Um, who's in fucking... You know, Edinburgh. Edinburgh Fringe. That started. Um... This, this tweet about Edinburgh is this. At Edinburgh fucking festival, LRT bus to the Hibs game with cunts uh, from Surrey lecturing their kids about compassion. Give me heroin enthusiast. We laddies in their brand new strip throwing things at you and teenage losses playing loud uh, mind-numbing music. Hurry up, September. There you go. But yeah, don't, no, I don't think anyone's going on in the news, is it? Love Island finished this week. I didn't watch the final. Yeah, I watched all eight weeks of it and then just I realised I don't actually care who wins. <laughs> didn't actually care. So I was like, oh, okay. So just, just thought, all right, fair enough. But it's that Amber. Amber won it. 
Hey, there you go. My mate's had a baby. He's only had a baby. I've got to message him. After that, brilliant. Fantastic. Right. So, what is trending on the Hungarian Grand Prix? Watch that. That looks very good as I started watching it. Uh, we've got the Community Shield. Sorry, the English Super Cup. Call it its real name. The English Super Cup. Um, white supremacist terrorism. Jesus, what's happening? Uh, what is happening? Whites commit three quarters of extremist murders, but you can't call them terrorists, at least not under federal law. Uh, my Daily Beast article. Okay. Uh, so, what happened? Has there been another shooting, something? Even Ben Shapiro said white supremacist terrorism is terrorism. Uh, sorry, actually, sorry, sorry, sorry. Should have said even Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro said white supremacist terrorism is terrorism and should be treated as such. It is evil scourge that must be rooted out and destroyed. Uh, so why is, why is there such a ramp up of this hashtag? Like what? What has actually happened? Has, has there been a shooting recently? Um, uh, yeah, I, can't, I don't know. I, I feel like I've missed something in the news. They go 2019 mass shootings. Here's the stats. Australia, no, New Zealand won. Netherlands, one. Brazil, one. Canada, one. Mexico, three. USA, 249. USA, USA, come on. USA just winning with the mass shootings, eh? Go on. But I don't, yeah, I don't know what's, um, what's causing it to ramp up on my timeline. I feel like someone must have said something. Let's have a look at Google. White, white supremacist uh, terrorist. Let's go. Deadly violence heightens concern about domestic terrorism and white supremacists. Well, why'd they spit the word? Do you see that? Oh, George. P. Bush, that's not the president, um, after El Paso shooting, there you go, there seems to be a, a sh something going on, but yeah, most domestic shootings come from white, oh yeah, that makes sense, I mean, there's nothing for us to talk about on this podcast, I mean, everyone listening to this podcast knew that anyway, right, so yeah, right, I need to get out of this car, I'm fucking dying, um, so let's go to Dear Deirdre, because I'm about to melt, and there's no need for me to be doing this melted. I'm fucking hell. Oh shit, the engine's not even on. Right, let me. I've got. I've got to switch the engine. I've got to get this air conditioning on a bit. Oh. Oh my god. Ah. Shit. That's good. Oh. Woo. Sorry about that. That's certainly terrible on, on the recording, but. Ah, god damn. Let's go. Oh. All right, guys. 
Just needed, just needed that just to regulate the air. Sorry, just, just get that cold blast in again. Oh. Ah, there you go. There you go, there you go. Just needed that. Just, 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 just needed that just little cold blast. So I could just, um, oh. Jeez, talk to you guys. Right, here it goes. Dear, dear, I lost my virginity to my mate's 40-year-old mum. It was the best feeling ever. How old are you? This is either the coolest story ever or creepy child abuse. Let's find out after the break. Now, I had amazing sex and finally lost my virginity last month. It was the best feeling ever, of course. I mean, the only problem is that this woman is my mate's, is my best mate's mother. She's in her 40s, but she looks and behaves a lot younger. Yeah, like she likes sucking cock. My cock. That makes her really cool. Anyway, I went round to see my friend last month, thinking we'd go out together as usual, forgetting that he had messaged me to say he was going away for the weekend. Liar! Um, we're both 22. His mum opened the door. She was apologetic when she realised I had gone round for nothing and invited me in. Her husband was down the pub. Not even away on business. Down the pub, just round the corner. Ooh. She said, and she was glad of the company. Sorry. Project um, had gone around for another and invited me in. Her husband was down the pub, and she said, um, and what, and she was glad of the company. She got me a can and opened a bottle of wine for herself. We chatted, and I began to realize she was flirting with me. Oh my god! I know, I should have left there and then, but it felt great to have such so much attention from such a good-looking and fun woman. I was getting a bit drunk too, if I'm honest. Yeah, that drink went straight to your penis. Um, she suggested we watch a film on catch-up TV, which meant I had to join her on the settee. Oh, man. Can't lie, mate. My dick's getting hard just listening to this story. Um, <laughs> she snuggled up to me, and we never did see the end of that film. She turned her face to me and kissed me on the lips. It was the most sexy kiss I've ever had. We got very steamy and ended up having sex. I panicked at one moment that her husband might come home, but she said I wasn't to worry as she would stay late. As he would stay late for a lock-in, he always does. The sex felt fantastic and it was relief to lose my virginity. I'd never had a serious girlfriend. Boy, never mind have sex. Um, we have been repeating our sessions ev ever since every Friday. My friend will... Where's your friend every Friday? Uh, my friend will be going abroad to study next month and my lover is saying she plans to leave her husband and live with me. No! No! No, that you're fucking up the you're fucking up the game, darling. You can't live with me. You're 40 odd. I'm 22. I'm just getting my end away. Can't live with me. That's what you should tell her. Plans to leave her husband and live with me. I don't know how I feel about that. I know her marriage hasn't been happy. My mate used to say his mum only stayed for his sake and as his dad has a drink problem and isn't a nice man. My mate is glad to be leaving home so I can feel for her. But it's not the sort of future I'd planned. I feel in over my head. Right, you've enjoyed your sex, mate, but you're going to have to stop bagging your mate's mum because um, if she's trying to leave and, you know, set up home with you and you're 22, nah, Nah, you shouldn't have banged her in the first place, but I get why you did, because it's a cool story to tell. And, um, so yeah. 
You have to leave that one. Next one, sexy snaps. My wife's been sending saucy pics to men, but I want to make our marriage work. I have the, I have discovered my wife has been sexting other men and sending topless snaps. Oh dear. We weren't getting on and it seemed ideal when I was offered a temporary job at the other end of the country three months ago. How's that ideal? Oh, we've got a problem. What should we do? Fucking run away from it. Yeah, that's ideal. Um, I'm back now and we want... And we want to make our marriage work. But I saw a message on her phone and it turns out she'd been sending those photo, these photos and sex messages for over a year. She says she stopped since I've been back and she never met up with any of the men. She has now changed her number. She's 35. I'm 36. I still love her. But where do I go from here? Can I trust her now? <sighs> it's a tough one because... So if you do what, it's whether you believe her or not. If you believe she hasn't fucked anyone, and you're happy that with what she's done, in the sense of you're, you're happy to move on with that, then just fucking just forget it and move on. If you really want to make it work, just just move on and try to make it work. I know it sounds wild advice, right? Because um, there's no way you can retaliate. You can't just be sending dick pics to your colleagues. You know what I mean? Especially you know. When you work in a fucking all-male environment, they're out on the oil rig. It's like, wait, did Derek just send us dick pics? Like, I think he did. You fancy some of this, lads? Anyway. Um, let's see what else. <laughs> um, let's see. Let's see what the next one there is. Ooh. No, that was a photo one. Is it like the full thing or is it just three? Three of them. Right, so this one's called Amy's Sexy Stepbrother. The film's finished, so we're going down the pub for a drink. Fancy giving us a lift, Ron? No, I don't. The walk will do you good. Go on, we'll see you later. Those two are inseparable, aren't they? Don't you think they'd make a nice couple? I just can't see it somehow. They've, they've grown up together. They're like proper brother and sister. And it all started well, but she got more and more drunk and then she threw up in the sink. Uh, you really know how to pick them, Dad. I, I can't wait for the day when you meet someone nice and in her head, like the cloudy bubble. I wish I had the nerve to say I want, uh, want that person to be me, but it just feels wrong to fancy my stepbrother. What's the law on that? Can step siblings bang? Hmm. Let's think about it. What would that make your kids? That they just have the same. Yeah, they they would have still four grandparents. It's just the you wouldn't have two sets of two. You'd have a single granddad, a single grandma, and then your granddad from your mum's side and your grandma's from your dad's side are together. It's not actually as weird as it sounds, I don't think. It sounds wild. I think it's creepy if you've like grown up with them, maybe. But if you've met as adults, yeah? You know what I mean? Like, if I was single and my mum started dating some dude and then his daughter comes like, yeah, you should meet my daughter. It's like, okay, cool. Brings her along and his daughter's fucking Rihanna. I was like, oh. 
Guys, like, oh, mate, your stepsister is fit. I'm not going to pretend. Like, oh, don't, don't say that. That's my stepsister. Like, I don't care. I met her when I was 30. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, if you if you didn't grow up together, that's the thing. If you didn't grow up together like that, then I reckon just go for it. But if you did, that's creepy as fuck, man. That's creepy as fuck. And, um, and if your parents are like, oh, I think they're a good couple. I mean, yeah. I think it can be okay. I think it'll be all right. Go for it. Bang your stepsister. <laughs> I mean, have a relationship. Okay. Um, right, I think that is the end of the pod because I said I'm melting. Um, I don't have any other topics to talk about. It'll just be more, um, you know, dear, dear, dear. So, let's get off that. People, get your tickets for um, Essex Y at the Tap Room in Islington for Wednesday the 14th, Thursday the 15th, because Friday the 16th is sold out completely. Okay, so get your tickets for the opening night or the middle night. Do that. Okay, peace.